Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Live. Worldwide. Words. Back here to the United States. 
one day we will have to stand before the God of history and we will talk in terms of things we've done. It seems that I can hear the God of history saying that was not enough. But I was hungry and you fed me not. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Oh. To the heavens, no man, no weapon Formed against, yes, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, the spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up When it goes down, we woman and man up They say stay down and we stand up Shots, we on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up One day, when the glory comes It will be out, it will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be Every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch. We gon' run with it now. Never look back. We done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice. His power was the people. Enemy is lethal. A king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through. Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany. Now we right the wrongs in history. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call victory. The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be ours. Oh, one day, 
Good morning, everyone. It's Miss J in the morning, and if you have locked yourself into one of the best morning shows in the world, today is MLK Day, honoring the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We have a great show lined up for you today, and I'm so excited for everyone who tuned in. Just like any other show, I like to start out saying thank you. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the announcements. Thank you for your Uh, constructive criticism, your feedback. Every single person that is locked in today, it's no accident that you are here. We have a great show lined up for you. We have a special guest in the building, and I'm so excited to introduce him a little bit later. Started the show off right with a speech, um, an excerpt from I've Been to the Mountaintop, one of the most famous speeches around the world by Dr. Martin Luther King himself, followed by the song Glory, John Legend featuring Common, actually won an Oscar for the movie Selma, Um, highlighting the story of Dr. Martin Luther King. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but we're going to focus more on living beyond the dream. I think, in my personal opinion, uh, that we should always honor our foundation, honor our past, but moving forward, what are we doing now, not only as a people, but also as a nation? So, of course, we have the Ms. J area code check-in. That might come up a little bit later. Also, the Ms. J challenge that happens each and every show. Those of you who are new to the show, it's your opportunity to start today, start new. It's 2016, and I've gotten emails, private messages, uh, text messages, uh, tweets, Facebook posts, whatever, about everyone going through some things already. We haven't even finished the first month. And so the story of coming, uh, overcoming, uh, the story of triumph, the story of survival is very critical, not just to one people, but to a nation. And so I think in honor of Dr. King, we're going to talk about all of that today with none other than entrepreneur, humanitarian, community activist, and a plethora of other titles. Mr. Sante Gale is in the building today. Thank you, everybody, for supporting him. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. So we're going to get right to it. We're going to talk about living beyond the dream. So, Mr. Gale, to you, what does the dream mean? Um, The dream to me means um, being able to have the opportunity um, to, to find security, love, happiness in America, and in this world today, of course, there's a lot of other places we could be where there's not as much uh, freedom and happiness. And I think, I think Mr. King wanted us to see and wanted us to, to be able to live um, and have the ability to have a fair and equal um, right in the States. So focusing on what his goal was and his tactics, you know, there's a lot of followers of Dr. King around the world, not just African-Americans, but it seems to be kind of split. Uh, There are people that followed uh, Malcolm X. There are people that followed other civil rights leaders um, as far as Dr. King taking a stance on nonviolence. How do you feel about overcoming as a people. Do you think we've really made it there? Do you think uh, his approach was something that was as effective as he professed it to be? Um, Looking back on his approach, his approach was um, the beginning of approaches. I mean, not in the beginning of approaches as the first person who was to move on um, or try to uh, fight against the oppressor. But I think his, his movement was spawned by the civil rights and um, as an activist at the time, he was he was uh, uh, kind of conjured up, and um, uh, by way of being conjured up, he also came in with his own his own information, his own uh, radical using the body, radicalness and using the word of God to move um, 
uh, he he tried to uh, penetrate the um, the prejudices of the world um, of America because that was the main objective at that time, being that we came from um, that kind of form of slavery. And if you're asking me, did he did he uh, complete or finish our dream or his, did his dream manifest? Not at all. I mean, of course, I think. Um, racism had to evolve to some degree. I mean, if America wanted to be on the podium of uh, as a world example uh, of any righteousness, it had to evolve into at least letting people be free in America. I mean, in the 60s, we we just started voting, you know what I mean, or being able to vote. So, you know, a lot of people have different approaches or who they like, or be it if they like Malcolm X, be it if they like uh, uh, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King used peace uh, um, to and, and, and Jesus to contribute um, or contrib- to contribute to uh, people advancing in America. And it, it didn't it didn't spawn out the way I think he really wanted it to, but it did open up doors for us to at least start the work. So getting things started with a nation back in the 60s, how do you feel about it taking still 15 years after his death in order to be honored uh, with a holiday? I mean, there were still tons of states that were against honoring this man. Um, There's plenty of articles out there, reporters, uh, legislators, uh, state leaders, governors, who say that a man like Dr. Martin Luther King still didn't even deserve to be honored with his own holiday. What are your views about that? Yeah, I think those are just um, the natural views of um, of, of a racist, uh, um, white supremacist uh, society. I mean, of course, they would want someone who fights for uh, the privileges and rights, not of just black people, but of all people, you know, uh, to 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 pursue. And I mean, you know, evol- evolving through that time, they had to see a difference. But how could you just go from um, a thousand to uh, to zero anyway? They had to change slightly. Change takes time, and. Uh, um, um, and I think it just took that that long for people to start accepting the fact that we were going to actually have to let black people have some sort of freedom. And I say some sort of freedom um, sparingly, but I mean um, because it wasn't. We still don't have um, all forms of freedom, and then you know we lie to ourselves by saying we do. But I will say this: we do have more going for us than uh, in, in freedoms um, that are partial. For example, like. Uh, Education. Some 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 countries don't have education. We have good water, clean water. I mean, those resources are are available to us. And um, there's two parts to that question. You know what I mean? As far as um, those things being alluded to us, uh, and should it be being that the speech that you just heard, he said if it was any other country, you know what I mean? Uh, he could accept. But with the the country that we're in, with the amendments and the the uh, the the, um, the the, type, the the ability and the way that they portray us as being a country, we sh- we, we should have been graced those from the gate. So um, to answer your question, I guess that's how we'll do it. Okay, so over 50 years later, um, we're here, uh, African Americans, uh, in well, let's say blacks in America, uh, it seems to be uh, the same struggle still going on with highlights in the news across the nation uh, police brutality, crimes against blacks, uh, crimes from other races against blacks, blacks on blacks. Uh, there are people out there, journalists, uh, 
professional bloggers, uh, people that's putting up YouTube videos, uh, news stations that seem to be saying the exact same stories, the exact same headlines that was happening back in the 60s. Um, as a young African-American yourself or a black American um, and an entrepreneur, how does that affect your drive and your goals for your future? I'd be lying if it said it didn't. I guess it's time for me to be a little bit more fluid now. Um, I am an entrepreneur, and um, I'm gonna break it down like this. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been on the streets as far as um, with, with with merchandise, merchandising them from street corner to uh, to store to service to you know, and, and I've seen I've seen the struggle over the last 15 years. I've seen that um, that yeah. When you got a, when you got a group of people, when you got a, a a culture, who really isn't a culture, who is more or less a a, a skin graft culture, you know what I mean? Uh, we have no background on our past history to a large degree. I go back only like probably three generations at the most, you know what I mean? To see, you know, there is no, there has been no growth when it comes to that march, you know what I mean? Um, we don't know what's we don't know what's going on. We don't know what has happened to us, and due to a lot of things, an assortment of things, we have not seen our path properly. You know what I mean? We have not broken the economic barriers. We we are probably the um, the bottom of the food chain. You know, and with the ability for a few of us to come along, we have not yet economically and and goofily grown into a, a force. And, and a lot of other cultures have, but for some reason we feel um, are we naturally with this Willie Lynch type syndrome that we have have the fallback ability of uh, of a crab, you know what I mean? So it's it, it's to the point now to where yeah, although we have some of the freedoms of of, of most, we lack the economic ability, we lack the uh, the relationship with Africa. We lack like we really lack the relationship between the East and the West Coast. We all see things different, you know, even to the point to where even inside the towns lack lack the ability to communicate. Families don't communicate. Our uh, inability to communicate has uh, lamed us to a large degree, and um, we just have to see our way through that. So, given the facts about um, not only the injustices but I guess we can say the handicaps uh, of a culture. What made it different for you? Um, sheer passion, you know, um, and, and, and I always said I've always seen others' mistakes. And I didn't want to make them. I can be honest. I can, if I can break it down, I would say one of the biggest reasons, and you might think this is kind of funny, but everybody here where, where I'm from, they, they smoke um, weed or marijuana or something. So I think there's not – Flighting and using suppressants have kept my mind strong enough to think my way out of most situations. So I remember uh, being depressed. I was depressed probably for 30 days. Um, uh, it was so so bad to where I even um, I even watched cartoons all day. I mean, it was to the point to where I closed curtains and I, I ate I ate food. I, um, I gained weight. But what happened was, uh, because I because of non-suppressant, it made me fight. And after that fight, I came out. I came out uh, a champion. But um, the difference is, is sheer passion, is education. I want to say education um, is a big thing, because education has um, 
it renews my mind every day, figuring out, learning something about not only myself but the world that contribute to more growth. And, and, and it causes me to climb out of all of my turmoils, all of my depressions. Um, and in that, I can create, which I think that we're made to do. I think um, African people don't create anymore, you know, to a large degree. And, um, and I, what I mean by that is not leaning on a job, not leaning on sports, not leaning on basketball, football, music as your forefront um, minister to um, to uh, uh, mental uh, strategies on how to get out of depression, but really, really creating structural advantages for yourself and um, developing um, um, some type of ideology that are, that are contribute to the growth of you. And um, that's what is most important, I think, in R, and we need to be able to do that. Uh, and if we can do that, then um, there's nothing that can hold you down, and that will drive your passion, eating healthy. There's a, a lot of things uh, with that. And then seeing your success is uh, one of the biggest um, components to healthy um, imagery when it comes to you, autonomy, self-autonomy, knowing that you're strong and fighting um, through through the the claims, through the adversity, through the trials, through the um, – and you know what else I did too? I didn't use religion religion as an excuse. I didn't fall back on um, any invisibleism. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to make up that word, to where I would focus – on on, uh, on a force that I allowed, if God be it, I allowed him to work through me as opposed to me working through an image. And I think that was one of my main contributions to me seeing myself through um, and, and becoming. And, you know, I'm not done. I got so much more to do in this unhealthy environment that I'm in because it is very unhealthy. And I, and I, and I would say that is a very unhealthy. I mean, I don't know where you are in the world. I said, but here in Stockton, California, for me, I want to be progressive. I want to suggest positive notation. But in this sick environment, I can only compare it probably to uh, um, Detroit. You know what I mean? I am fighting my way through, and I will help other people get out. Living beyond the dream, celebrating the legacy, the life, the truth, not only of Dr. Martin Luther King, but a man here today showing not only passion, um, education, um, life. We're going to get into some music. Those of you who are just tuning in, good morning. Thank you for tuning in to Ms. J in the morning. You have locked yourself into one of the best morning shows in the world. Literally, we are streaming live worldwide right now on blogtalkradio.com. Thank you, everyone, for uh, supporting me. Thank you for BFTM Radio Network 103.3. We're streaming on Saturdays, blogtalkradio.com, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Those of you who are checked in around the world, going to make an announcement. Not sure we're going to get to the Ms. J area code check-in, but I still want you to get on social media. Tell everybody to tune in right now. Make sure you post it Tweet it, Facebook it, Instagram, Vine, Snapchat, however you get it. Make sure you get it and get it right. We'll be right back after this. Come banging on your chest You could beat the world You could beat the war You could 
talk the guy go banging on his door. You can throw your hands up, you can beat the clock. Yeah. You can move a mountain, you can break rocks. You can be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you go find yourself. What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Maestro One, and I'm listening to my home girl, Miss J, in the morning. I 
Let's get lost tonight. You could be my black Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary on the ball tonight. And you don't give a f what they all say, right? Awesome, the Christian and Christian Dior. Damn, they don't make them like this anymore. I ask this, I'm not sure. Do anybody make real s anymore? Bow in the presence of greatness. Cause right now, that has to Satanist. You should be honored by my lateness. That I would even show up to this place. To go ahead, go nuts, go ace. Checking in my pastel on my base. Act like you can't tell who made this new gospel. Homie, take this. And take this. Haters. Can that, 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 that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up, man. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night, man. That's how long I've been on ya. Like right now. I don't know if you got a man or not If you make plans or not If God put me in your plans or not I'm tripping this drink, got me saying a lot But I know that God put you in front of me So how the hell could you front on me? It's a thousand years, it's only one of me I'm tripping, I'm caught up in the moment, right? Cause it's Louis Vuitton dine night So we gon' do everything the kind like Heard they do anything for a Klondike Well I'd do anything for a blind eye and she'll do anything for the limelight And we'll do anything when the time's right Uh, baby, you're making it Faster, stronger Oh,
Fest right here on Miss J in the morning. Stronger right before that Hall of Fame by the script featuring Will I Am. No matter what you do, make sure you're passionate about it. No matter how hard it gets, make sure you keep going, making sure you're taking into account the obstacles are there to help make you stronger. We're here live worldwide on blogtalkradio.com Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and now streaming on BFTM Radio Network 103.3 out of North Carolina on Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. No matter how you tune in, you can have access to Ms. J in Morning 24-7 on blogtalkradio.com. Each and every show is archived, so if you missed the last show, or any show, you can listen uh, anytime you want to. Download it as MP3, share it on your social media, download to a CD, play it in your car, uh, share it with friends, give it as a gift. No matter how you do it, make sure you do it. Also, log on to MsJOnline.com, 2016, the year of greater. My latest book available, 30 Days to a Greater Me, making sure that you do your part to live a greater life. Speaking of greater, it's the Ms. J Challenge. Those of you who are new to the show, it's a simple quote that states, no matter what anyone says about me, no matter what anyone does to me, I make a choice today to be positive in every way. I'll repeat it for the new people. No matter what anyone says about me, no matter what anyone does to me, I make a choice today to be positive in every way. Most people know it takes at least 21 consecutive days to develop a new habit. Consecutive meaning no holidays off, no weekends off, no breaks, no stops. 21 consecutive days to develop a new habit. So why not develop habits of greater thought, greater speech, and greater action? Starting with the Ms. J Challenge each and every morning, I want to force you, probe you, push you, encourage you, annoy you enough to where you change the habits that are keeping you locked in the situation where you're unhealthy, unhappy. Making sure you change your thoughts each and every morning will change your day and actually help you live a longer and healthier life. It might take you 21 times in one day to get it right, but each and every day that you wake up, you're gifted. You're gifted with time. You're gifted with love. You're gifted with another opportunity to prove yourself right. You are great. You deserve it. And I'm here with you. I'm also here with Mr. Gail, entrepreneur, humanitarian, community activist, speaking of Dr. Martin Luther King, living beyond the dream. Now, Mr. Gail, we talked right before the musical break about your passions for your community, uh, how you got out, how you made it over, the differences between you versus other people uh, within your culture, within our culture, as African Americans or Black Americans. Uh, now, Going back to the song Stronger, also uh, one of one of my most inspirational songs, Hall of Fame by the script. Those of you who haven't heard that song before, make sure you log on to YouTube and check it out. It's a very inspirational video as well. Um, it's called The Script versus, I mean, versus featuring Will I Am. The song is titled Hall of Fame, so make sure you check it out. But as you're striving uh, for your goals, you say you have a lot more to do, uh, a lot further to go. How do you actually get there with the obstacles that you face, uh, not only as an entrepreneur, a businessman, an innovator, a creator, but just as a black man? I think um, um, the best way to get through this is going to be um, uh, replicating myself, um, finding more, uh, not me's, but more you's that will uh, help eat, help as a group. And then I think a group economics is a big thing that I, I've been studying Um uh, doing that will put us in a position to start the building blocks for our new um, new success. And I think we're like, and I hate to say it like this, but like the biggest loser. So we got so much weight to lose, so much bad fat to cut. 
and um, I can't I can't possibly do um, um, it, all of it by myself or any any of it that would change the world by myself. We would have to definitely replicate myself, find others like me that want to contribute uh, to the growth of um, of our people. And I think it's very important. People like to, to to mix us with everybody, but nobody's mixing us with them. You know, you have the Latin people who who support the Latin people. You know what I mean? Um, they break it they break it in half easily by saying like Spanish speaking or something, which is okay, and I don't knock that. You know what I mean? That's the that's that's their culture and their range. But blacks need something to equate from or equate or to make equate to. Uh, we need a common ground. We need a, a, a position. Um, as a team that we can contribute without backbiting, without the hate. And I see that so much more than anything in our community. Um, we got one 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 positive person um, and another positive person can't relate because there's uh, too many chiefs. You know what I mean? We need some type of chain of command, uh, a ranking system so that we can grow. And I think that by finding a solution um, so that we can work together will definitely contribute to our growth um, in America and really, really pursuing that, finding markets and other places. Uh, we need social services. We need to heal our people that have been on drugs and since the 70s, you know what I mean? And um, it's, it's really destroyed us as a culture. But, again, I go back to the fact that replication is one of the key ingredients. I'm looking for people now, looking for friends. I don't care where you're from um, to contact, to generate some type of uh, uh, economic grid, um, uh, some type of financial grid, some type of uh, mental grid, some type of spiritual grid that we can bond together and find a force, a nature to help us contribute to the growth of our people. You know, you got you got the you got the the Jewish people two percent, but forty percent of the billionaires. You know, you got blacks uh, eleven, twelve percent, thirteen percent, fifty one percent of the prisons. You know, we we are the highlight of um, of, of, of failures in America. Well, our movies that come out be menace to society, you know, boys in the hood, and um, it be seem it seems like the only music to to uh, the only movies that they respect. You know what I mean? Um, you got uh, our songs. Um, uh, I don't give a f about you. You know, I mean the E40 hit. You know, uh, you got all that playing the airwaves, but then you watch country music and it's talking about the love of a father and a son, the love of a family. You, you see even the Latin people still having R&B music as a major contributor to their sound minds. You know what I mean? But our music is so potently uh, uh, grotesque and, um, and, and, and vulgar. You know what I mean? So we need music reform. We need, we, need, uh, we, need, we need education. We need awareness. I think a lot of it is just for the fact that we're not aware of our condition. We think that we're doing so well as a broken people and I think uh, I think finding and replicating I go back to replicating myself to 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 find others like me and um and, and us and we grow from there. So you mentioned before uh, a lot of different chiefs and just like uh in the sixties and the the height of the civil rights movement with the most two popular uh civil rights leaders and not knocking any of the others uh who were prominent then at that time but uh, the most that the world speaks about is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and also Malcolm X. 
Uh, do you feel like it's a trend that we have where everybody wants to be chiefs and no one wants to follow what you would consider a chain of command of that we need? Do you consider that a solution to what's plaguing us as a nation or as a culture? Or uh, do you feel like it's necessary to have uh, different sets or different uh, leaders in different types of movements? I think I, I think I think um, African American people have so many issues. Uh, we can never constitute one um, correction. There's many, many, many um, sicknesses in the body of the African American culture, and um, I guess the only way we can start is I guess I guess uh, finding those illnesses. And uh, one of them is the chief, uh, the chief Indian issue. You know what I mean? Um, due to capitalism, we grew up contributing competition. So competition has been one of our culture digest in um, the last couple, the last eighty years of our of our um, somewhat growth. You know what I mean? Being that that's a form, that's like a tree growing in a gate. You know that it's just naturally you have to cut the gate or you have to cut the tree. You know it's a part of our makeup now. We have no back further. We have no further. Uh, we have no 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 past uh, history to a large degree, so we never develop properly like a child who ate candy or who who learned how to yell and cuss. We are um, we are in that way uh, sensitized to be that type of individual, and I think that that's just one um, deal or issue. Uh, when you got other culture, cultures who who go back and 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 they think tank until they find. A real disease, and they don't just cure the symptoms. They they they, they plot on the disease, and, and, and no humanitarian person is perfect in that way. I won't say any group, but at least they have a format and a change in the minute. But African Americans, on that other hand, don't have that at all. The only thing that we respect to a large degree is the church, because it's the oldest institution um, um, that African American had has had and even throughout you know i am kind of a new age breeze when it comes to that i've been studying our um christianity after school for christianity i went to bethany college so i studied a lot of that um that has its benefits and it has its, uh, it has its falls too you know uh, um to be honest with you uh we have learned to sit down and and and, and and pray our way through things which are great things but i think those are for those are for intercessors you know what i mean i think that most of us should be working our way out of this. And um, in order to work out the way out of this, to go back to what we started saying is to find the antidotes and solutions to the disease, not the symptoms. Um, get on one accord and uh, and start and stop being chiefs and Indians. But that's just two situations. That's just two. That's just the head trauma and the heart trauma. You got so many limb issues. You got fingers that are cut and part of the body, your stomach flus and viruses until it's almost terminal. You know, we don't let ourselves get to a terminal state in America, which should have never been done. And I blame this somewhat on the leaders, all of them leaders, all of the Oprahs and Jay Zs that could have got together and formulated schools, constructed uh, uh, political groups. You could have taught them how to use uh, different tactics on talking to each other, working things out forming some type of alliances, businesses, relationships with foreign countries. There was definitely so many things we could do. Look at the Chinese. Hiroshima Nagasaki taught them how to, how to, how to maneuver and how to regain consciousness from a broken society. All the people dying taught them how to work. Not to say it's the best method, but at least they grabbed a hold of something. You know what I mean? It's time that African Americans grab a hold to something. Find some autonomy with each other and feed each other. Don't feed into anybody else's world. Get in a huddle. Develop some type of strategy to face this world because others have done it to us. 
and because we have so for so long wanted to wanted to integrate, some integrate, integrate. Integration is a great thing, I think, when it comes to the fact that you have equal equal balances. You're on an unfair balance. You have you can't even go back four generations. You don't even fight for reparations. You have people argue with me again. Oh, we shouldn't get that. It's okay. We we're living. It's we're free now. Yeah, there's so many illnesses in that. The women are treated different than the men. The men are treated different than women. The light skinned are treated different than the light the dark skin. The good hair is treated uh, uh, if if I could say good hair, the hairs are segregated. In our in our culture, teams are segregated. You got you like the you like the Lakers. You like you know we got so many different capitalistic ideologies that contribute to the segregation, the class exchange of, of, of movements happening in America. You know, so blacks surely can't even get to talk about nothing. There's nothing even two people can agree with. Or if you if you're homosexual, or if you're straight, if you're you know we're battling so many fronts that we really don't know the pure reason for our condition and there is a condition and you will you are lying to yourself to say that there's not something wrong with the african-american community we need to develop we need to talk to each other we need to regroup we need to we need to win you know we need to strive we need to believe we need to fight we need to take the advantages of freedom because we have the form of freedom that a form of freedom that Dr. Martin Luther King um, 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 idealistically viewed for us, and that's the ability to walk the streets. But even that's getting taken away. The sympathy of the African-American man has been um, taken away um, to where you can get shot on the streets. You can get choked out. Visual format. You can get shot 19 times in Chicago, and nobody, nobody, nobody cares. You know what I mean? Nobody even has sympathy. So... We have a big fight on our hand, and it's, it's enough of talking. It's, it's, it's time to relate, regroup, um, rewatch, and recreate our culture. And do believe, you better believe you are a culture, and your culture is the only people that, you are all the only people that are going to help you. The Asian man is not going to reach down and grab you. The Chinese man, or not the Asian, the the, the, the Asian man is not going to reach down and grab you. The Filipino is not going to reach down and grab you. The Spanish man is not going to. The Mexican man, the white man is not going to grab you. You have to pull yourself up. And um, I, 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 I really strongly suggest that you start to at least become aware of your condition and know that you are in a sick place, and it's becoming even more term, terminal. You're becoming permanently underclassed, you know, uh, and you don't even know it. Your markets are strained. You have no market. What do you sell? What, what on it says Africa? are made in Africa. What do we contribute to? What do we get to contribute to? Oh, I can mention a few positive things, but I'm talking about overall, you know, and I think that's my main, or one of my main concerns is that we have a place in the future, and it seems like we're being eliminated from the future. You know, there's no positive uh, prediction or security for us in the future. Michael Jordan don't talk about you. You know, Oprah Winfrey, yeah, she talks about things, but she talks about everything, Riley. She, I've never really seen her point out only in the beginning, any real African-American issues. You know, you have few people kind of scatterbrained, but I don't know if this is an elite circle that's keeping them from doing it or not. All the money we have between all these athletes and um, entertainers and, uh, and, 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 and people out there, we, could, we can't make a school. We can't come up with a political race or try to uh, bring up a political issue. We can't run for this. We can't run for that. Where's our attorney firms? Where's our grocery stores? Where's our banks? Where is our stuff? And I'm tired of it. So I want to bring forth the idea that we can have our own and produce our own, not to be segregated, but to be 
a player in in in, in America's future in America's future. You know what I mean? I want to contend. I don't want to sit back and watch nobody do it for me. And the only operation I have is a church and a pastor to look forward to. I don't want to be crippled and lame in those ways. My hands need to be working. My feet need to be walking. You know, my mind needs to be creating. And I think it's time that we create. It's time that we stop working at warehouses and factories and 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 and, and, and barber shops as just as that it is. We need to be building cars. We need to be fighting out the new need for uh, uh, going green as far as using different kind of uh, fuel. And we need to learn scientific methods. Why are they going to Mars? What are they looking for? Do we have anybody on the NASA team? What is the Hydron Collider? What is these things? What is What are they doing in politics? What, you know, we need to know what's really going on. From A, ground B, education, elementary education, all the way to quantum physics, we need to be able to pursue the same levies they are. While we're watching football games, they're, they're, they're calculating the world standard. They're calculating the money. They're making the moves. They're doing the financial uh, growth. They're, they're, they're globalizing. You don't even know about that. They're globalizing, becoming a global union. The Indians, have, the in, the, uh, not Indians, but the um, Arabians and the Jews have become accustomed to that type of growth. The Chinese are definitely involved in that. Where is the African-American man? You know what I mean? It's time that we stop playing, partying, joking. Uh, 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 topping off our women um, in the situation that they're in, our men, because of our men, a lot of times we need to get together and figure out a way to contribute to the growth of ours. We need more, we need more babies. We need more families. That's what we need. We need more uh, business ideas. We need more think tanks. You know, there's 12,000 known think tanks in America that have nothing to do with African Americans. We need those. Um, I think in order to find our way through this rat maze that they uh, kind of put us in, and I kind of, they did. I mean, we've been in slavery, and out of slavery, it's slavery, another form of it, prison, uh, the, the, the institution of, uh, of drugs under Pro. you know, uh, not being able to buy homes in the 60s, not being able to profit. You know, we have no business in anybody else's community, but their community has so much business from liquor stores to drugs, you know, to drug stores to the drug corner stores. It's, you know, it's it's, it's 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 overwhelming how much that we have had against us. But it's time that we we uh, we advocate um, awareness and growth amongst each other. And we, I don't know if it's the church that's hurting us. I don't know if it's if it's just the just the church. If it's just the music. Um, if it's the social engineering of white supremacy. I know we need to find out where the disease is coming from and label it, figure out how to beat it, and change the world. We'll be right back after this. I'm gonna make a change for once in my Gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. And as I turn up the collarbone, my favorite winter code, the wind is blowing my mind. I see the in the street without enough to eat. Who am I to be blind?
classic, an epic song by Michael Jackson, the late Michael Jackson, right here on Miss J in the morning. MLK Day is today. Living beyond the dream on Miss J in the morning with none other than Mr. Gale, entrepreneur, humanitarian, community activist, discussing the truth not only about our culture but about our nation. Uh, that song there really did affect uh, not just, I don't even want to say America, it really did affect the world, uh, making sure that we take a look at ourselves, uh, looking to the inner person, the inner us, our passions, our motives, our reason why we're doing the things that we do, our reason why we're going to the places that we're going, uh, what legacy you're leaving behind. Everybody has an individual footprint, a fingerprint, and what is your story going to be when you leave this earth? So, Mr. Gill, we're going to talk more about you and your passions and what you're doing with your businesses, uh, with your organization, and your why. So why? Okay, my why. My why is this. I am I'm now, we have now started an urban chamber in Stockton, California, um, because over the last 20 years um, there's been an inactive um, uh, move uh, for the last 15 years. As an entrepreneur, starting my business off uh, about, I want to say, in 2011, or ten, um, I have been, um, I've been merged like, like I, I can call it hustling, <laughs> um, as far as selling my shoes and stuff like that in the streets. Kind of funny to me because it was the, it was the, um, it was before I, I became knowledgeable. I, I would go to the streets and sell shoes, and I would make a lot of money. You know, it was funny because people would laugh and be like, "Oh, are you on the street? You play basketball?" I, I never really talk about my basketball career. Yeah, I had one. Um, and I probably, probably, probably could have went to the league. You know what I mean? If I had stayed on it, but um, and I had a kid and I needed to make money, so I started uh, started selling shoes in the streets. And then I was to the point to where we was doing like two thousand dollars a day. You know what I mean? And that's more than a job with no overhead, but just a few tickets from you know peddler license tickets or something like that. Well, anyways, after after coming into that. Um, uh, and in, in, in starting to study, uh, I remember 2011, I started to come into awareness of my condition and my situation, and it started to change me. Um, I got away from the church a lot because um, it was repetitious, not that God was the problem, but I guess the construct of the church had, was more in the position to hurt me than anything. So I had to get away from that and find myself and start to study a little bit more, and again, I have nothing um, against the church, but out here in Stockton, I don't know if you got to be from here, you know, but you can, um, and not just here, I, I mean, I can only demographically speak about what's going on here. I had to grab my own feet out the dirt, I'm, of course, with the breath of God, so he always gets the glory, and then pick myself up. So I started to move, and I started to see business as uh, as, 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 as as a merchandising, uh, capitalistic uh, entity that can get me somewhere, and uh, I, I even put down the basketball for it because it made more sense than basketball at the time, and um, started contributing to my own stuff. I mean, opening up my own stores. I have um, I have I have two stores, you know, now, but I have um, I have a boarding home care system that's out of this world, helping both the mentally ill and um, the drug addiction, the drug addict and regular old people that can't take care of themselves. So I helped them. Um, but, again, that all spawned me to be the person devising the urban chamber to contribute to um, the growth of the young African-American uh, people, starting a program called YES. YES means a young um, entrepreneur society, and we take young people. I have a storefront, so I'll give them a storefront once a month 
um, so they can sell and they can also be patronized by the community, um, um, not just not just black people, not just black kids, but all all on um, all kids, you know, who who have a desire to be entrepreneurs. Um, the urban chamber again, going back to the urban chamber, will develop our city a little bit more because there has been no growth for the African American community in our city. As all these churches we have, and um, all of the people that were supposed to be in place to do that have not done nothing in the last 20, 30 years. And if you go back 20, 30 years, you might as well go back 60 because there's been no change here in um, growth for the African American people. So, yeah, we are here to develop those institutes, maybe start a young um, a young chamber, you know what I mean, a group of, if not giving them Robert's rules, all the Robert's rules, teaching them how to delegate amongst each other, teaching them how to go down to Sacramento, or I mean, if you know Sacramento, or to Capitol, of California and find out how to open up their own business, giving them um, information, um, awareness, open forms for the community. I'm trying to bring some black autonomy without the without without with with the meekness of it. And, and what I mean by that is not having a, a bunch of again rap and cussing, but just constituting the more educational preface. Um, I want music reform. I want to change this. Uh, the certain situation that we're in, and the only way I could do it, I had to start with me first. So I had to re-educate myself. I had to get some type of capital up under me, which is the basic thing that you're going to have to do. Don't look for handouts. You go find it on your own because it's out there. Now, if you get a handout, then Godspeed. But um, most importantly, look for your own, make your own um, thing happen. So yeah, so Airman Chamber um, being launched, uh, we have Yes, which is um, Young, um, the Young Entrepreneur Society. I want to start a young chamber, teaching them how to delegate, work together. I think our community has not done that. And again, we've even had problems when we first started to start our chamber or start uh, um, our nonprofit. Even teaching them nonprofits how to start nonprofits. But even when we started our nonprofit, we couldn't get a board to agree. Everybody was clashing. It was due to some the same things I mentioned in the, earlier in the um, in the interview. Uh, you know, men, women fighting, um, it was all type of situations. So I want to change that and give the young people um, a chance to learn or get firsthand and uh, first visual um, training on being that new leader that has to come after us because I don't want them going through the same thing we're going through. One thing that is good about Stockton right now, I mean, and I will say something positive, is that we are figuring out that we do need to talk. We are figuring out that we do need to form alliances and groups, and we do need to work together to get our people off the ground. We definitely got to um, got to get in this race a little bit more. So, um, yeah, with these urban chambers and these groups and these programs, um, I do want to change what's going on here in Stockton, obviously, um, starting with my own kids. And then um, – going out into the community and really being that push move for the south, the north, the east, the west side, and the central valley, you know, central areas of Stockton. So if we can do that, I think that would be the first steps towards our goals in changing what's been wrong, so wrong with our community is the action. Um, So, yeah, I'm working with a church right now, and I'm starting a program also called Purpose of Design, where we go to the churches because the churches are the biggest uh, facilitated institution for African-American progress in, in, in Stockton. And in seeing if we can find a purpose of the design, not just dealing with the spirituality of everything, but they're dealing with the physical. And it's getting these kids in the union. We need to break down the labor force. We need a labor force in the African American community. I think there's 8,000 Masons, cement Masons, not Masons, uh, not other Masons, but cement Masons, and 35 of them are black. 
you know, you got 7,200 Mexicans that are in the Masons Union. And you could just say the same thing, run through the carpenters and the electrician. We need to get that level up to about 3,000 um, African Americans. Um, um, and we need to get all of them up so then we can produce money in our community. And if we produce money in our community, we need to start building autonomy. When we build autonomy, we can start opening up small businesses. The reason why, um, if you're from where I'm from, um, Martin Luther King Street is like is Little Mexico. And it's, it's perfectly fine. I mean, that's just how it is. You know what I mean? If you see any African Americans on on the street in Stockton, um, with the street called Martin Luther King, it used to be called Charter Way. If you see any black, they're drinking, they're walking, or it might be a student coming from school or something, but it's not, it's not no productive African Americans. You see five taco trucks, six taco trucks on um, um, Martin Luther King, and the strip is only about three miles long, if that. You know what I mean? And all of their stores are full. Their barber shops are full. African Americans out here are have been devaluing everything they touch when it comes to business. I mean, barbering, the Latin people. A may you you know that the uptown fade, the edge up is is African American made, right? But they're perfecting your your uh, your art and your skill in selling it for a higher price than you are. You know what I mean? Because you have totally devalued your markets, and we got to change the devaluing. And that's a small educational tactic that I'm talking about. And that's what fuels my energy. When I can go down, see the Chavez and see their barbershops open until 8, 9 o'clock, packed. But you can't keep an African-American barbershop packed or open because the men are hollering at the women that are coming in. You're, 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 uh, they're coming in your, your, your barbershops and you're, 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 you're rushing them. Hey, mama, what's up? How you doing? Um, you're getting at them. And, they, you know, they got kids. Their husband could be in a car. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't help us with business. We need to be more, uh, more, more to ourselves, more business oriented, more customer service. Um, um, we need to have more customer service. We're selling weed. We we pick the most raggediest shop on a corner. It's dangerous. They're shooting. They're robbing our barber shops, and that and you wonder why businesses is even you're losing business in a service level, on a self service level, not even a product level. You, the middlemen, the A-Raps, they don't want to sell a competing price for your uh, your smoke shops. If you have a smoke shop, I had a smoke shop. I'm only talking about the things I do know of. They'll sell me something for $100 and sell it to the A-Rap man for 25 So I got to keep the price high. I can't, I can't compete. You know what I mean? And they don't care. You know what I mean? So you have a lot of those different things that need to be worked out, and I, I want to change that. And see how it is so many things? It'll have me so randomly and broad. I can't really put anything into any order because there's so many issues, and uh, and me wanting to change those issues are are big, and um, and I think that uh, we need to at least notice that they are issues first. I think African American people don't think that they're issues. Um, you don't you don't have a business, huh? You don't have no business. White men say you got no business over here, and you know what that means? That means you ain't got no business over there. You know what I mean? You know you got to understand that you need businesses. You need uh, you need communication with the community. Soul food spot. You open up a soul food spot. It's closed down in six months. You know they have one in Stockton called Plan B. I don't know why they named it Plan B, because um, <laughs> that's a bad name. But yeah, they 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 named it that. You have like Bali's. Bali's is open still. You have a few of them open, but we can't even get a a, a, barber, a, a barbecue spot past Harding Way. I mean that's going north of our town. You haven't graduated. Your people didn't get together and formulate not even a a, a soulful, nice restaurant somewhere by the mall. You know what I mean? That's a bad. That's a bad rep. If you can't put a soulful spot out north, what's wrong with you? 
Where are you buying your meat from? You going to Winkos and Food for Less to buy your meat when you can get production so you can get your meat as opposed to paying a dollar fifteen for your for a piece of chicken, you can be paying twenty two cents, eighteen cents if you buy in bulk. Oh, but if you buy in bulk, are are your people gonna come and support you? You know what I mean? And that's another thing. Black people aren't supporting. You ain't going to I don't want to go to that boy's shop, it's too expensive. You know what I mean? So you got that going on. So you almost got, you know, it's, it's, it's just so many it's so many ills in our community we need to find. The first thing we need to do is talk and think tanks so that we can put these businesses in better places. We can become an active um, visual aid in our community. Another thing I want to work on is our etiquette in the streets, talking to every girl that walked past. Lay off of that for about 10 years and they'll chase you down. You know what I mean? If you can stop looking so hard, if you're going to look, look, keep the picture in your head, and then look away. You know what I mean? But you stare a person down until it's rape. You know what I mean? You're, you you devalue valuing uh, your your mankind. You know what I mean? By us not holding ourselves steady and keeping ourselves taking care of our kids. Where's the picture of us walking in the park with our kids? That's what people need to see. You know what I mean? They need to see us with our family, staying with your wives, doing what you have to do in order to uh, to be a contribution to the new world. Because it's a new world that's coming. And if we don't develop those small things, after the end, that's the first century. We should have been and had that. You know what I mean? We won't be welcome into the new world. You'd be welcome into the damn penitentiaries. You know what I mean? And, and the graves. And, 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 and if you don't grab that, if you don't start thinking for yourself and creating for yourself, it's going to be a hard bargain. And it, uh, it's already a hard four. If anybody know about that, I know African-American people have rolled some dice before. I know I have. You know what I mean? You know what a hard four is. You know what I mean? I'm tired of rolling hard fours. I want six and eight. You know, and in order to do that, we got to find a way to uh, develop ourselves a better, in a better way. We have to put more value into our businesses and to our family and to our education and to our media uh, propaganda. We have no media. We have no journalists. And uh, we need all that. We need that. We need to lay off uh, the religious aspect a little bit and become more personal and more loving to each other. And I think that's when God will truly bless us. So speaking about your passions and everything that you envision for the future, not only your personal future, not only the future future of our culture, but the future of our nation, uh, what type of obstacles uh, are you facing on a personal level? I mean, just as Dr. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, I mean, they've had their, their families threatened, their lives threatened. I mean, they, they were assassinated. Um, have you experienced any backlash because of your passions or any challenges uh, directly or indirectly because of the things that you're trying to achieve in your community? I live a challenge. I mean, there's always some somebody. If it ain't every other day, it's, I got to wake up, I'm sure my phone will be ringing about something about me. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about coming up, and that's the thing about becoming successful, is that I'm starting to get used to that. I'm getting used to that backlash, although I do need a little peace sometimes. I want somebody to pat me on my back and say, and say, uh, you know, how you doing? Are you okay? That doesn't happen often. So um, as a black man, I have to get used to it. They want to docile water down me. You know, I'm 6'6", 270, you know what I mean, with a beard on my face. Um, um, they want my, my octaves and my voice lowered, you know what I mean? Uh, they want my hands behind my back, and my, my head against the hood, you know what I mean? They, uh, a preacher wants me uh, religiously... Um, religiously uh, dipped in spiritualism, you know. The women want me to 
to to to shut up and, and and quiet down to some degree. You know, don't be so aggressive. You know what I mean? Your hands are too big. Don't shake his hand too hard. You know, um, you know, I I I I don't want to be a watered down me. I want to be a man. I mean, a real man. You know what I mean? A man with a family, a wife, kid. I want to be a man of honor. I want to be a man of uh of, of, of grace. And I have my ills. I never, I never had a dad. You know, I never, I don't even know my dad. I had probably, I'm talking to you more on this, uh, on this, uh, um, interview than I've talked to my dad literally in life. And he, and, um, you know, so, so I don't even know what it's like. So I had a lot of mistakes growing up and I made a lot of mistakes. You know, I, I, I um, <laughs> I have my clashes in with the law, you know what I mean? Um, never really being in trouble, but, um, advocating my voice or using, telling them how I feel. You know what I mean? I've had problems in the street. I'm far from perfect. I've been in the world. The only thing I don't think I ever did is any type of drugs, but I've been there, done that, you know, and um, that's because of the lack of character that was built in me. I had to regroup and find a better character for myself, and I think that's been the hardest thing, and dealing with hate is just a part of that growth. You know, you have a lot of people that dislike me, especially where I'm from, but the Bible, I know the Bible says if you're a Bible if you read the Bible, I was a preacher is not accepted in his own home. So I'm sure to get that, and I and I expect that, and I don't expect it to stop. I expect for it to get worse, you know. So um, I put the I hope that my back get callous from all the stab wounds and um, the people that talk about me because I'm used to it. I'm so used to it, and a persecution is 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 what I'm used to. But if but if if Yahweh um, died on the cross, I'm, I'm sure they got one ready for me. You know what I mean? And his own people had him killed. I'm sure Malcolm X got done in by his own. Um, I know I know Martin Luther King wasn't, but you know persecution is something that I have to deal with. So um, yeah, I feel that I'm gonna get a lot of that. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not running from it. You know what I mean? I'm ready. So uh, that's what happens. So how do you keep going? How do you keep yourself moving? Understanding that you have a long hard road ahead of you. Um, that's exactly what gives me that um, that fight. People think that when they do that, it makes you. Um, and I, I can see what all the entertainers be saying. Now we need haters, and I, to be honest with you, they make me stronger. They make me go to the gym. They make me fight. Like even with the uh, urban chamber that was sudden there, you got people that want to come against that. Um, that don't stop me. That make me want to go hard, and I'm making want to do more things that they're not doing. Not to say they can't. I love work with all people. I want to help help us as African-American culture, but you've got your own people who want to stop that. And I don't necessarily know if they want to stop it. We haven't had a conversation yet, but in my city, where from, speaking of that, we have, there's uh, there's two chambers. you got one chamber and we got another chamber. And um, I'm, I'm another chamber. And in our chamber, we see things as uh, way to be progressive. When the, uh, the last chamber that was around, they wasn't really active. Not to say that that, that it's probably because they've just been out of the whim on things. You know, I'm hoping that that's what it is because I wish the best for them and I want to see them grow and I want to help them grow. And I have nothing against people. And I made it, made it my, uh, my, my policy in life not to go against another African-American person, uh, despite anything, despite what they say about me, despite I'll never put them out there. So, um, yeah, um, you asked, you asked that question and I'm telling you, uh, yeah, it makes me want to fight when I have people talk bad about me. I don't know. It's just that. And it's in me, too. I mean, I think God designed, he gives every everybody um, a measure of, of strength, and I guess he gave me that measure of strength that I'm going to keep fighting. And the more education I get, the more I want to do, too. So, um, yeah, I'm not stopping. 
as we end the show uh, today, do you have any words of encouragement or any advice for those who may be a little bit younger than you or less educated than you but still have the same passions to grow their communities no matter where they are around the world, uh, even if they're not African-American? I mean, uh, we're talking about a nation uh, trying to progress. So what would you say to those other innovators or community advocates? Okay. I would give you I would give you some advice. The first thing I would tell you is adversity is a part of your um your growth. So know that it's a mirage. You see when you're when you see the hater, when you see issues or when you see things plaguing your um plaguing your 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 your, um, your path or in the way of your path, know that that's just a part of your structure. You know, when something bad happens, you gotta say it'll pass because it will pass. You know what I mean? So know that. But if I was to give you some advice, the first thing I would tell young African American men do not smoke no dope. Try to steer away from weed, all those things that will suppress the energy to keep you breaking down walls in your life. Do not. I always tell people, stop smoking that stuff. You know what I mean? You smoking weed, you think that's cool? It will not help you. I don't care what they say, the propaganda, the media around it. Do not. Also, I would say, if you're going to be a Christian person, don't be uh, religiously saturated. You know what I mean? Find that find your nature so you can uh, the physicalness in, in in your growth with Christ, not just the spiritual. You're living in the physical. You know what I mean? Although the spiritual is important, I think that most important that's something you can do. Also, I would say learn, educate yourself. Now that sounds sounds regular to the I know the African American. Oh well, education. I got to go to school. School ain't where you get it. Education as in finding out your history so you can do, so you can kind of maneuver through your your future. You know what I mean? Figure out what's going on with you. Um, love your family. If you have kids, take care of them. You know what I mean? I say the simple things. You know what I mean? Eat healthy. Drink water. You know, drinking water uh, 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 helps you wake. It, it, it clears your bottom system. I'm drinking soda and all. I always say you have to have a natural stance on what you intake, both in physically as form as food, mentally as form as what you're listening to, that music. Oh, my God, the music is destroying our people. I say 70% 70 of the problems come from the music alone. That stuff is garbage. Everything is about me. Oh, I got this. Uh, uh, from 50 Cent to, uh, to Meek Mills to everybody or to Drake, it's all about me and that Idea. I mean, people live a movie, man. People are living a movie. They live in the, they live in the, the music. So that music is destroying you. Find some orchestra, some jazz, some Najee, some Bonnie and James, something else to listen to besides that mess. You know what I mean? That mess is destroying you. Remember, remember the nineties? We was all in love because of R and B. It's over now. Now we all talking about what we doing, how we smoking, who we messing with, and so that's destroying us. So I would say stay away from those things. If you stay away from those things, you can kind of get a grab and then educate. After you educate. Then you'll know to start bringing family members that you can relate closer to you, friends that you can um, network with closer to you. You start building your social groups in your area so that you guys can feed off each other and grow. But the, the real thing is to devise a plan to get out of your prior circumstances. Stop aiming low. Don't aim low. You know, I want to be, I want to be a, 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 I'm going to school for communications. Why? You know, which is okay. Go to school to be lawyers, doctors. We need lawyers. We need, we need people. If I had it my way, I'll send. I send those people that aren't going to do nothing to the to Air Force. I send the rest of them to school. You know, I, I put everybody in a position. I'll have every black person working in units. Now I have laborers. So we need all that right now. So just stay focused, young people. Turn off the music. And, and so bad, man, I, it's speechless. It's so bad that we can't even find nobody that's correctively walking. It's hard to find a good person. But try to find the best people and you build your circles around them. 
and then you'll grow. But if you stick around, you stay doing the same things, you won't contribute to anything. It's going to be a fall off. So, so that's what I would suggest. We're into the show. It's been a blast. I'm so thankful for you to be here. And before we leave, I, I'm quite sure you sparked a ton of fires, uh, <laughs> set some things ablaze uh, across the world. Uh, how can our listeners get in contact with you? There's people, uh, they're local, international, or national. How can they support the Urban Chamber that you're starting, the YES program? Um, let them know how to get in contact with you, uh, social media, indirectly or directly. You can directly get my phone, my phone off. I'm going to leave my number because it is my business number, and the number is 209-922-4664. Again, the number is 209-922-4664. I'm a president of the Urban Chamber is Kim Wormsley um, and Mary Botley. You know, as the vice president, um, we are definitely looking for new people to help contribute to the growth, not just here, but abroad. So we want to have pen pal states that we work with and we get our community off the ground. Uh, yes, as a program, a young um, Entrepreneur Society will be a program dealing with young people, talking to young people, networking with young people on solutions, think tanks, and growth methods uh, economically so that we can start to build our own program, schools, our propaganda, our education centers, and uh, we can start a global uh, work uh, dealing with Africa. We want international trades, trades back with Africa so that we can have our own money market. We need to get a pipeline on hair, <laughs> something we can control. I mean, that's what we buy um, in, in, different, in different other um, um, products. So if you can, yeah, get back, get at me on that. Our Sante Gale, S-A-N-T-E, last name is G-A-Y-L-E on Facebook. Um, um, you can find me, um, and um, I'll be around um, to listen and to um, tone with you on everything that has to inspire our nation, um, both for all races, not just for black people, but I think black people need the help the most. So, yeah, 209-922-4664. I'm available. I'm, on, I'm my own business um, owner, so I'm available all the time. Um, you can reach me at that. Thank you for making yourself available for today's show. I really do appreciate your time, your knowledge, your wisdom, and your effort, and your passion, not only for our community, not only for our culture, but also for our nation. I wish you the best of luck and continued blessings to you. On the way out, make sure you tune in Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com. I am live worldwide. We didn't get a chance to do the Ms. J area code check-in, but I want to give a shout-out to Germany who checked in, the U.K., Canada, no matter where you are across the United States, thank you so much. You can catch me in the morning. Also, Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on BFTM Radio Network 103.3 in North Carolina. Shout out to my BFTMRadio.com family. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you again, Mr. Gale. If you want to get in contact with him or re-listen to the show, you can also log on to my website, MizJOnline.com, M-I-Z-J-Online.com. Uh, you can share the link. Uh, you can share it with friends, social media. Make sure you listen to it again. Make sure you take his advice, uh, take his wisdom uh, as a resource, as a gift, and make sure you choose today as your day to make a change. So we're all winners. We're winning and celebrating the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. You guys enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, loser, no. You know what this is, man. This goes out to all the winners out there. Let's do it. Oh, believe it. I really want to see you. No kidding. No.
slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.